Sanders. I'm Daniel Johnson, your host, and you're listening to The Weekend Hero Podcast, a podcast that discusses the life and times of an entrepreneur. Come tap in. Episode two, Exposure Bucks. If you're listening to this, it means I beat out procrastination and actually recorded and released the second episode for the Weekend Hero podcast. As you know from the intro, this is your host, Daniel Johnson of Project Grey Wolf, Weekend Hero, Look at Us Now Apparel, and Hugh Connected. Today, we are talking about one of my favorite subjects, which is working for exposure. How do you pay your bills with exposure bucks? So for me, exposure is pretty much working or creating something for free for someone who may have a medium to a large following, which means I make this work for you. You post this work and hopefully I get a following from it. But anyone that has done work from exposure can probably tell you you're probably not getting a lot of exposure. And if you are getting exposure, it's not the type of exposure that's going to bring you more money. Now, I've worked for exposure. And I think the only time I've worked for exposure and it was actually fun was the time me and Johnny, as you may know him as you can't draw Johnny or you can't animate. um, We were at my house working and we got a call from Beat King. And he was getting ready to release Club God 3. So he wanted us to do the cover. So we were excited. It's like, yeah, you know, you won't be getting paid, but, you know, it'll be plenty of exposure for you. So we're like, yo, you know, that's cool, whatever. You know, we'll start working on it. So I want to say this day. Yeah, we ended up going to Show Palace and, you know, hyped up off that. Got back um, next day, started working immediately on Club God 3. Got that put out. Got our logos put on it, my old logo, his old logo. And, you know, the album dropped, of course, when people saw that. Oh, oh, you you guys did the Beat King cover. So now, you know, we're getting followers off of that. Uh, I really want to say, I think, you know, really benefited Johnny a lot because Johnny draws and he's like really good with the ratchet crowd. So a lot of the work he's doing, like, it was perfect. We both, you know, both really gained a lot from it. And then when Club God 4 came around... We did another cover for exposure, which was cool because now we're getting even more exposure. But by this point, it's like, you know what? This is probably going to be my last time doing a cover for exposure because, you know, for me, it was a lot of work. And yeah, I'd like to start getting paid for things like that. But, you know, it ended up being a pretty good experience that low key helped us both. And it was fun for me, to say the least. Then you get to the other side of exposure where... At the time, I'm shooting music videos and I'm doing photography. So I get contacted by an artist and he's just like, yo, bro, if you shoot this video for me, like everybody in the hood's going to see everybody it. in the hood, make sure your name gets out. Everyone's going to know you and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the conversation goes on for a while. And, you know, of course, I turn it down because, you know, my train of thought at this point is if you don't want to pay me. Why are these random guys from your hood going to want to pay me to shoot videos? So, you know, I had to learn when to accept work for exposure and when to decline work for exposure. Now, if you're just getting started and you don't have the portfolio for it, working for exposure is not necessarily a bad thing. 
this can be a good way to really start to build a portfolio and a relationship with certain people. I just don't recommend overdoing it and working for everyone. You have to start picking and choosing things that are going to fit for your business. So if you're into doing music videos, instead of trying to work for everybody that's trying to get a video done, put yourself in a Jacob Owens with like Kyle and Futuristic or a Toby situation where you're working with one or two artists and you guys are coming up together. So at this time, both of you are learning, both of you are growing, and now everyone benefits from the situation, even though there's no currency even being exchanged. Everyone wins in the end when it comes to things like that. Now, I don't work for exposure anymore, but I will do spec work when it comes to nonprofit organizations that align with my beliefs. And for me, this is great for my portfolio because now I'm more business focused, even though I would like to get back to doing videos and things of that nature. But it gives me a chance to help someone who may not really be getting paid for the services that they're doing. So now we kind of both benefit from it because they may be a a nice organization. Um, They can promote my work as well. And I can use this for when I go to get more clientele in the new age. It works for my clout. Now, being that we all have Google and this may be certain people's first time hearing spec work, do your Googles, man. Do your Googles. We're allowed to joke. So I actually did your work for you. Um, Granted, this is coming from a website that is called No Spec, and I completely agree with them as well. So I'm going to read to you when they have what is spec. Spec has become the short form for any work done on a speculative basis. In other words, where a client requests work for which a fair and reasonable fee has not been agreed. What's so wrong with that? In a nutshell, Spec needs the designer to invest time and resources with no guarantee of pay. Which is why, again, I said if you're doing Spec work, do Spec work for organizations that align with what you're trying to do or your beliefs. If there is a homeless shelter that needs some work done and they can't necessarily afford it, I will gladly do it for free. If there is a battered woman shelter that needs a website updated, I will do it for free. If there is anything when it comes to helping those who can't do things for themselves, they need work. I will do it for free. I don't have that issue. And usually they don't seek me out. I seek them out which is another thing to consider when it comes to doing spec work or work for exposure. Make sure you're seeking them out. If you're going to be doing anything for free, now, being that we all have Google, you and this may be want to do it for free first time, and not because they work, want you to work for free. Do you Googles? Man. Now back to the podcast. At the end of the day, I tell everyone the exact same thing. No matter what, do what is right for your business. Don't let people discourage you. We joke about exposure all day. That's why this episode is called Exposure Bucks, because there are certain people that expect you to pay your rent with exposure bucks. And unfortunately, I can't go to the landlord and be like, yo, I got eighteen hundred, you know, exposure to take care of all the bills. It's not going to work like you have to get paid for certain things. As I said before, and I'll say again, if you're just starting out. Working for exposure is a great way to get started and get eyes on you. Do not get stuck working for exposure. Alternatively, instead of working for exposure, you can just do portfolio building. Um, 
I like to pretty much make up companies when it comes to logo designs and I'll design the logo around a fake company. That way I now have work that I can upload to my website, to Instagram, to Facebook to showcase some of my skills. Um, There are certain websites that you can actually get design briefs from if you're a graphic designer and you can work off of that. And if, you know, let's say you're into consulting, well, come up with a fake company and a problem and, you know, show others how you can fix it just by, you know, having your fake company and doing it that way. This is how you can constantly be adding things to your portfolio. Now, sometimes you're going to have to have patience because some projects you're working on are going to be a little bit longer than, you know, any of them normally would. So uh, delayed gratification is something that you're going to have to learn to enjoy versus the instant gratification that we're so used to doing something quick, getting on Instagram, getting the likes, getting the comments, getting the followers. There's a project that I'm working on now that I will be starting on it tomorrow and no one will probably see it for two weeks to a month because of how much work has to go into it. So the detail is actually worth it. But when people do see it, they'll, you know, slowly but surely over time, people want to finally start hiring me for it. I'm still working out the kinks to make it go a little bit faster. But once I get that, it's over. Now, another important thing to talk about is how to deal with someone when you don't want to work for exposure. For a lot of people, for a lot of people, this could be an uncomfortable situation because you may not be used to conflict. But there are so many nice ways to have a conversation about it when you don't want to work for it. So, you know, let's say someone contacts you, they want to get some work done. They know this person, that person, and the third, um, you know, they're telling you that this would be a great opportunity and all this stuff. But at the moment, you know, you're not trying to work for exposure. You can simply end it by saying, you know, you know, thank you. This sounds like a great opportunity at the moment. Um, you know, I'm, I'm currently not doing exposure work. And for a project like this, I actually charge X, Y, Z. If you would like to go forward, we can talk more and actually see what your budget is and how we can, you know, move forward and work together. You have to pretty much learn how to turn it into a way that benefits you. Instead of it being a situation of conflict, you've just let them know like, hey, you know, I know you guys want my work, but at the moment, this is what I'm charging for this project. If it's something you can do, we can go for it. And If not, then that's okay as well. If you guys have money in the future or you would like to discuss a budget in the future, which is probably better, then, you know, we can talk. And that way you leave the door open. You didn't leave on bad terms. Nine times out of ten, they're just going to go try to find the next person to work for exposure until they can find who they need to find. So, you know, I I said I didn't want to keep these episodes extremely long because I've seen podcasts where it's like an hour worth of fluff. And I'm keeping these, you know, the max I'll probably go is 30 minutes. I hope you guys uh, enjoyed this episode. Um, I should probably get a little bit deeper. Yeah, actually, I'm going to get deeper. So if you're hearing this, it probably means that I went back and recorded a little bit more. Some of the stories.